happy Sunday. Welcome to Pro Football Ireland. Uh, on this Sunday morning, after an interesting first night in the NFL divisional round, obviously uh, we've got the Chiefs advancing to the AFC Championship game, or what they could now call the AFC Championship Invitational. They've been there that many times over the last few years. Um, and then the Eagles destroying the Giants uh, in a playoff game that wasn't really a game and I guess we'll, we'll get talking about that in a moment. Michael McQuaid here, delighted to be joined by Michaela Fagan. Mark is back on the next podcast. Uh, Michaela, happy Sunday, how are you doing? Very, very tired after those two games last night. Hopefully I can pull through for the games this evening, but obviously very, very happy that the Eagles kind of reminded everybody what they're all about and blew the giant. So a little bit disappointed that the Jags couldn't get it done against um a crippled, sorry, that's probably really mean, uh, one legs Mahomes, but um it is what it is. They're always in the AFC Championship. So hopefully whoever wins today, the Bengals or the Bills, can knock them out. I love the uh the sheer unbiased opinion there, Michaela. It was uh, excellent. I'm joking. <laughs> right. Anyway, I- I'm going to try and pick up some energy for this podcast as well. It's been a late night. We're recording this on a Sunday morning. Uh, let's let's jump into that game. I think, you know, outside of this, and for people listening, because I was chatting to people yesterday, re- really, really appreciate people listening to this podcast, sitting, uh, charting in the top 15, top 20 in Ireland for football. And that, that really means a lot, especially when, when we only got started three quarters of the way during the season. So, uh, Thank you very much for that support, folks. You know, looking at this and looking at the Chiefs game, Chiefs win 27 to 20 over the Jaguars. The biggest story of the night, you know, outside of the box score, McKill obviously is what you've mentioned there. The the injury to Patrick Mahomes, um, who got injured, knee ankle, whatever, in the the end or the start of the second quarter, or the, you know, it was around that point in the game. Um, and frankly, before it happened. Chiefs were rolling. The, the, the first drive from Mahomes, that little dunk pass to Kelsey, they were just rolling, rolling, rolling. It really, really, honestly, like, you know, fanship aside, I'm a massive Broncos fan. They were really, really good to watch. And I like this Jaguars defense. The Jaguars defense have held so many good teams to zero or low points in certain situations. And the Chiefs' offense was just no match for them last night, but more so Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, he goes out, gets looked at, goes into the tunnel. Chad Henney comes in. Henney has a 90, what is it, a 98, 99 yard drive. I think it's the longest drive in Chiefs' postseason history. And and Henney uh, gets the job done. Um, Sky Sports, myself, different outlets. I mean, I think, I think the general consensus, Michaela, was that. Um, Mahomes was not going to come back in for the second half. I certainly didn't think he would. I thought that they would ride with Henny until the end. Um, and it's it's it goes back on what we said previously. Like, you know, like the, the Jaguars needed to get upwards of 30 to 35 points to win this game with or without Mahomes. They didn't. They got 20, and seven of them were in the fourth quarter. They struggled in the second and third massively at a, at a time where you expect the Jaguars to maybe gain an advantage over the Chiefs mentally with the whole Chad Henney situation. They couldn't do it. Doug Peterson, I think, could have made certain calls. It could have went his way in a different situation. But I think the story of the game isn't just Travis Kelsey and how good he was. The story of the game for me, Michaela, is Patrick Mahomes on one leg taking this team to the AFC Championship game. And we can sit here and we can have the whole basic 
repetitive narrative of, oh, will it be okay next week or will he not? The reality is he came in in the second half last night and yes, box score-wise, he only had 195 passing yards. The man won and got his team through on one leg. I have to tip my metaphoric hat and congratulate him. Um, just, I guess, if we focus on the Chiefs first off, Michaela, and we'll talk about the Jaguars after, what were your impressions of the performance? Because obviously, yes, the Bills will now, or the Bills or the Bengals will now look at Mahomes and his injury, but they've still got an awful lot going on there, even with uh, 50% Mahomes. I think, obviously, when the Mahomes injury happened, I was like, okay, this is a big, big opportunity for the Jags. I know we never want to see people get injured and stuff like that. Um, So luckily he was okay and he's not out. Like it wasn't an ACL and he's not out for like a year because that would honestly be so bad for the league, losing the quarterback of his caliber. But... I obviously Kels pulled through again. Like, is I I think wasn't there a whole debate about, about the brothers came out and said the the pronunciation was actually Kels and not Kelsey. So I will switch intermittently between the two of them. But if that's the right, I word. just don't know what I, I mean. Like they were, they were playing each other last night within what an hour. I don't know an what the hour, parents. Were yeah, and I I think the were, were the parents at the. Chiefs game probably but I remember one time that the man got to both games before I think last year or during the season but anyway um, I think Kelsey's one of the best in the league even I know he's not even a full-blown receiver but like I would love I would love to have him on the Eagles he's just un, he's just unbelievable like he just always put, pulled through and he pulled through again yesterday 98 yards two touchdowns like you can always always rely on him and that's what Patrick was doing he was a little bit you know obviously not a full strength because he obviously got the little bit of an ankle injury. And but Kels is like his number one go-to guy, especially since Tyreek's gone. But I have to say, like, even though Mahomes only got like what, like 195 yards, like that's really low for him and only two TDs. Like, still no interceptions when he could have easily thrown an interception because of the pressure that the Jags were putting on him, especially because of the ankle injury. He could have been like, I need to get the ball out of my hands, I can't get hit, I can't aggravate this injury anymore. But for I think I saw a tweet from one of the analysts and was like is a hat is a if is a one leg Mahomes still better than a lot of quarterbacks in this league and like honestly probably yeah but you know you have to give it to them you know like I I don't I'm not the biggest fan of Mahomes so I was kind of hoping he'd go out for the game now I wouldn't hope I don't, don't want his ankle to be broken but I'd be like oh like this would be a good opportunity for you know the Jags to to beat them and and you know finally knock the Chiefs out of the AFC Championship game because they're just automatically there every season. It's kind of like I understand why everyone dislikes Brady and the Patriots is because they're so good and it's a little bit irritating and boring when they're in the game or they're in the big dance like every season. But I have to get out of that mindset because we genuinely do have to appreciate Mahomes because like he's he's just um believable even on one leg like the, the throws the plays he was making I have to give it to him I, I don't like the Chiefs that much and I don't like Mahomes that much but you know I have to I have to appreciate his talent 27 years of age first five seasons as a starter he's made the AFC championship since 2018 that's an incredible statistic and I think it puts the rest of the AFC in notice personally I, I get what you're saying in regards to his injury and in regards to the Jaguars and we'll talk about the Jaguars in a second. I think for me, honestly, Michaela, if I'm the Jaguars, if they win that game, they then play the Bills or the Bengals for a spot in the Super Bowl. I want to win a merit. I want to win beating Mahomes. Like Trevor Lawrence, 
all they can do is obviously control their destiny on both sides of the ball. But I, I'd want to win on merit. I think the Jaguars put up a decent performance yesterday. I think the X factor for me was talking about Mahomes getting things done. He did rely on 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 Pacheo on the run game, and that's what the storyline is for me this season with the Chiefs. It's been the reemergence or redefining of their offense. You know, Juju left. Tyreek Hill left and they've found ways to incorporate different wide receivers and new running backs into the game. And I think that's been the most impressive feat for me when you have a jigsaw and you change all these pieces up, but yet they still find a way to win, even when Mahomes is injured. I think it's stunning. Um, and obviously now we look at a situation next week where it's the Bills or the Bengals. If it's the Bills, it's in Atlanta in a neutral stadium. And if it's the Bengals, it's in Arrowhead. So, um, I think we all know who Chiefs fans will want to win this week, uh, but Thank we'll see us. tonight. Going on the Jaguars, Michaela, the thing that really you know stood, stood out for me was there were plays that Trevor Lawrence made in that game. I think of the one to Christian Kirk. He made a massive play, massive play early in the second half, dinger of a flow, and Chris Collinsworth called it an overflow, and it wasn't like it was dropped. And... Um, I think there were situations there where you, you could add seven to his score. I think on his day, I, I think Lawrence will not be happy with, with his performance. The the interception at the end of the game, that grab from Watson was sensational. An unreal grab, really, really, really skillful piece of play by the Chiefs defense. But um, I think Lawrence will be disappointed with how it ended. Like to only have one pass and touchdown in the day to have the interception at the end when they were trying to get down the field, trying to get a score. They obviously settled for the field goal and then went for the onside kick. I feel like the Jaguars had another gear to go in yesterday. And it just, it's weird, especially when they come back from the dead the week before. That's what I don't understand. They've had the experience of being knocked down. How can they not find another level, try and take the game to overtime? That being said, I think that speaks merits to how good the Chiefs were yesterday, even with Mahomes not being 100%. Um, but I think one thing is for sure, Michaela, this Jaguars team are going nowhere. They're going to get better. People laugh to Christian Kirk going to the Jaguars in the offseason. He had a great game yesterday, even with that drop. Great game, got a touchdown. Zay Jones is really, really fun to watch. Trevor Lawrence, Travis Elliott, and, and that defense as well. Are, are, they're only going to get better and better. So, I mean, I, I, have you any takeaways from the Jaguars yesterday? I really think they could have taken them a bit closer to Michaela, but look, 27-20, I guess, the scoreline tells you one story. The story from actually watching the game is, for me, that the Jaguars could have put a bit more into it for me, personally. I think, yeah, I was kind of looking at it and I'm kind of like, okay, what, what is this? What are the Jags' reaction to Mahomes? You know, going out and Chad Henney having to come in and, you know, Patrick coming back into the game and playing on one leg, basically. I'm kind of like, they should have seized that opportunity to really, really bring it to the Chiefs and even have it closer than it was. I know if you look at that score, you're like, it's only a touchdown. That's actually really, really impressive from the Jags. And I'm kind of like, yeah, but if you look at the story of the game, you look at Chad Henney coming in, you look at Patrick Mahomes playing on the injured ankle. Why why couldn't they go up an extra gear and, you know, be like, okay, we're going to put pressure on Mahomes. We're going to make sure he can't get any of his throws away. We're going to make him overthrow the ball. I, you know, why didn't Trevor be like, this is our opportunity. I, I understand completely what you say. I would have wanted my team to win on merit as well. I don't want my team to go into a playoff game and only win because 
the quarterback is injured on the other team. And that exact that happened exactly a couple of years ago when the Browns and the Chiefs were in the AFC uh, divisional round. Do you remember Mahomes got that head injury and he had to go out, he got a concussion. And the Browns still couldn't get it done, even though the Browns had a very, very good roster. Um, So even one thing I will say, just circling back around to the Chiefs, the Chiefs, I think keeping Mahomes in, you can look at that and you could be like, yeah, they're... Mahomes is such a tough guy. He plays shows injury. That's what you want from a quarterback, you know. And I'm kind of like, I I love that kind of mindset. But he also kind of have to protect the guys from himself, like sometimes because if he aggravates that injury, he's going to be out for longer and stuff like that. And you know, he's a person. At the end of the day, it's kind of like circling back around to the Tua situation. You know, you have to protect the individual regardless of the sport. So for them to put Patrick Mahomes back in made me think they don't believe in the roster and they don't believe in Chad Henney either. Honestly, I wouldn't either. But for me, it was kind of more a reflection on the roster that they don't believe in the team without Mahomes. Because I always said when Minshew came in for Jalen Hurts, I was like, I still think that team can do well. I know they lost the two games, but I still think, you know, if Minshew got a couple more games, they'd still be good. But the Jags, I don't know what the Jags did. They they really they really should have stepped up another gear. And, you know, the stats from Lawrence weren't great. You know, one TD, one interception. Christian Kirk obviously had a really good game. That that touchdown in the end zone from Lawrence to him was was a great throw. And it's unfortunate that he dropped the ball. And, I, yeah, I, I saw all the Twitter going crazy saying, why is Colin calling that a, an overthrow? And it was literally a dime. But... I, I have to give credit to to Doug and to Trevor Lawrence. Like that was Trevor's first playoff game in the NFL in his in his what second season. You know, like that's that's really impressive. You know, and I don't think he would have been fully confident or fully shining in all of his abilities. If that makes sense, I think he would have probably struggled a little bit, regardless if you know. Chad Henney was still playing because obviously when Chad Henney still was playing, they still let him get a TD, you know? So I I do think the Jags are definitely not going anywhere. I do think they may need to make some more acquisitions in the offseason. I think, Michaela, they need a, they, they need a standout wide receiver in this draft. I think that's what they're missing. That's it. Genuine. Like a Tyree Kill or a Jamar Chase type. Yeah, I think it's, it's probably going to be hard to get someone that's going to come in, obviously, day one like that. But if they can find someone with those traits and with those capabilities I, I think you're looking at a team which could dominate their division for they years they obviously have uh, and they obviously have Etienne and you know I I love the Etienne pick I know he, he was out the first his rookie season with an Achilles injury but I actually genuinely did love that pick because I'm kind of like they're trying to do like a Burrow chase thing you know they're picking a guy from Clemson like there was other running backs in that draft you know like the, you know they could have gone with someone else but they went with Etienne and I'm like that's actually a good pick because of his connection and because of his familiar familiar familiarity with Lawrence um I don't never really understood the pick from this year. I think they probably should have taken Aiden Hutchinson or, you know, hindsight is, is, you know what they say? Hindsight is 2020 or whatever. They probably should have taken sauce Gardner. I, I know they probably would love to have that pick back. I probably wouldn't have picked t- Trayvon Walker myself. Um, but you know, I think the Jags are definitely not going anywhere. I wish they could have got it done yesterday because it would have been so entertaining to see the Jags. Like, I genuinely think if the Jags and the Bengals were in that 
that AFC Championship game, it would have been close because, you know, those those two rosters aren't fully complete. They definitely have steps. They definitely have roles to fill. So that would have been really, really interesting. You know, it's it's nice to have, I know the Chiefs are good and I know Patrick Mahomes is amazing, but it's nice to have a mix up every now and again. So I'm glad that there's another powerhouse that seems to be emerging into the AFC and the Jaguars. And I definitely think Trevor Lawrence is going to be, is going to be up there with Mahomes and Allen and Burrow maybe next year or the year after. Yeah, to go from the first pick in the draft to the divisional round is sensational. So Amazing. Any Jags fan listening to this, we we do minute unreal season and, and congratulations for getting this far. And congratulations for getting this far playing good football to watch. Like I've I've enjoyed watching this Jaguars offense and and, and the defense got some absolute clutch plays. So I'm really excited to see what's gonna happen down the stretch. Let's Doug Peterson's um, definitely coach of the year as well for me. Ooh. Interesting. Right. Let's. Uh, I will come back to that. I, I want to talk about this Giants game. Uh, um, look, the Giants got to this game on merit. The, the, to, to be fair to the Giants, the Giants went into Minnesota last week and beat beat down the Minnesota Vikings and got and grinded out that victory. Daniel Jones last week was superb, absolutely superb. Um. The big questions going into this game, obviously, were the whole thing around Jalen Hurts. Is he going to come back in fully fit? What's the team going to be like with two weeks off? What's Jalen Hurts going to be like with an extended amount of time off? And how is that going to work? It didn't seem to be an issue for them. Now, what, what I will say is, Hurts, by his own admission to Fox prior to the game, he's still not 100%. So I'd love to know where he actually is because they're obviously going to play the Cowboys or the Niners next week and it's going to be a different battle for them. And... Um, Michaela, I mean, for, for, for the neutral, it was disappointing because the Giants never got off the bus. It seems as if the defense just gave up after the first play uh, and they were sitting 28 down at the half to an uh, Eagles team that, frankly, didn't need to get out of second gear. And I think when it comes to a playoff game and a playoff game of that significance, the first divisional game that they've had since 2012 when they won the Super Bowl, I was shocked that they couldn't get something together. Now, don't get me wrong, this is a young team a team that's frankly not as full or as deep as the Eagles in any way, shape or form. And that's why Seriani is not a first-year head coach. Brian Dable's done an incredible job with the roster that he has, but they were, I wouldn't say they were found out last night. They just were shown to be not of the level in which they need to be to beat this Eagles team. The storyline going forward will obviously be around the Eagles and how they will go up against the winner of the game tonight which we'll talk about in a second. Um, but it was disappointing. I was I, I wanted to see Daniel Jones run for his life. I wanted to see Saquon have a good game. Saquon in the first half was basically non-existent. The highest receiving total was 50 yards for Richie James. You know, there was a guy that had a really good game last week, Isaiah Hodgson's one, one catch on the day. Look, it just didn't happen for Giants fans. There's a lot of Giants fans in Ireland, a lot of Giants fans today that'll be gutted. They really, really will be. And, and, and look, lads, ladies, I feel for you as high. Um, Eagles fans, Eagles marching on. I'm intrigued to see how they would go up against the Niners team, Brock Purdy and Christian McCaffrey, or a Cowboys team, depending on who wins. I think it's going to be a good NFC championship. Obviously, it will be, but I think it's going to be a battle which I'm really excited to see. Um, I guess instead of going through each team here, Michaela, just your sort of general thoughts in this game. For me, it's um, obviously the Eagles making it look easy. I Look, 
I've been very high on the Eagles all year. I don't think they're going to have it this easy next week. I think they will have times next week where they're under the cosh, they're under pressure. And I'm intrigued to see how Jalen Hurts will react then. But look, they got the job done. This game aside, the Eagles had a hell of a year. The Giants now must make a number of key decisions in different positions that are going to completely reshape this team. I was actually took a little bit of offense um to your um you'd love to see them up against next week, obviously the Cowboys or the 49ers, because I know personally, like I thought this game was gonna be a lot closer than it was. I thought the Giants has come a long way, you know, especially beating the Vikings in in that first game in the playoffs. So I, I did think they would be able to put up a, a bit more to the Eagles and obviously, you know. Daniel Jones didn't even have one touchdown on the night. He didn't get a rushing touchdown. He didn't get a passing touchdown. He had one interception. Their star and Saquon Barkley didn't didn't get off kind of in, to his best game either. He didn't have any TDs. He had about 60 yards, you know. So it's obvious from even just looking at stat-wise that the Giants didn't utilize their biggest, you know, assets in Saquon and Daniel Jones' run game. You know, they, like you said, they, Isaiah, the wide receiver, had a great game last week, and then he had, like, what, one catch this week? So they they just didn't utilize their strengths in the game for me, and I don't know whether it was the occasion maybe got for them. Maybe they were thinking a bit too far ahead, you know, because, like, like you said, the Eagles roster is so, so deep, you, you know, like, kind of, like, you try and you know, pick a weakness on that defense for that for the Giants to, you know, attack. And you're kind of like, what is the weakness? You know, like the 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 in the trenches they have like Brandon Graham and you know Fletcher Cox and and all these stars. And then at like in the secondary they got Darius Slay and they got Bradbury, who I the Giants probably wish they never, you know let go he had an interception against them last night and he's been such an asset to this Eagles team I don't like I I know the 49ers have I I genuinely genuinely think the Eagles and the 49ers would will be the matchup I don't see the 49ers losing to the Cowboys because like I said I don't I always say you know Dak's a bit of a choker he's a bit injury prone you know the Cowboys are a bit Bit, you know, they, they've never gotten past the divisional round since 95 when they won their last Super Bowl. So, but I, it'll be really, really interesting to see the Eagles go up against. I think if they went up against the Cowboys, they'd probably beat them. And that's what I was saying. I, I took a bit of offense when you said, you know, oh, I'll be interested to see the Eagles actually like play. I think you said like play someone like the 49ers or the Cowboys, because I think it'll be a little bit closer with your dead, right? The Giants are not on the level of the Cowboys or the 49ers. I think, I think, and I don't mean to jump in because I'd love to get your reaction to this. I think when it comes to next week, it's as, as Jalen said last night, he's 1-0 now. I think you're 0-0 again, regardless of who you play. Like, I think from a neutral standpoint, an NFC East matchup, the winner goes to the Super Bowl with Dak Prescott having to prove himself to Jerry Jones and the Cowboys fan base with their run game and their defense could be a hell of a game. I'd love to see it. So I, I'm genuinely happy enough with whoever wins tonight because it's like, I feel that we're going to get a great championship game. I really feel that it could be close throughout. I do, I, I, I don't want to go into preview next week I think as it sounds yeah unless I see something superb tonight from both the defense with Mika Parsons and Doc Prescott going to the next level from Monday night of course yeah I can see the Eagles beating the, the Cowboys I just think that 
a lot of people are writing the Cowboys off tonight, and it's like, okay, I think the Niners are going to win too, but there is a there's a genuine chance here tonight. Like, you know, like, oh, they have a, no, they have a yeah, like don't don't get me wrong, I do think it's going to be like a close game, but like you kind of look back on. Um, the Eagles and the Cowboys. Obviously, we've we've been given the two matchups already. We get the matchups every season because they're in the same division. The Eagles bet them 26 to 17 in October. And then obviously towards the end of the season, Jalen Hurts was injured, but they still only lost to the Cowboys by six points when they had Gardner Minshew. And that was Gardner Minshew's first game in. And you know, that was his first start of the season. So for them to only lose to the Cowboys by six points was, I don't know, a miracle, like probably a miracle in itself, to be honest. But I do understand kind of it, it's going to be a good NFC matchup. I, to be honest, I think genuinely the NFC is a little bit more entertaining when it comes to the playoffs and when it comes to the championship games in the AFC because I feel like the AFC, like you said, the Chiefs are in it again for what like the fifth time in Mahomes' career. Like he's been there every year since he's been QB1. And then like it's the Bills and the Bengals now. Like I know the, the Bengals are definitely adding some excitement because they only got to the Super Bowl last year. You know, they're a fresh team. They're a new team when it comes to this playoff. So if they were in that game again, I it would it, it, it'd be a rematch of last season. It'd kind of be off like... You know, we, we've seen this before, you know, I'm kind of the person that was like, I want to see a bit of difference. So that's like, for example, when the Vikings were playing so well, I'm like, this is so surprising. Like, you know, the Packers aren't going to be in the playoffs, you know, the Detroit Lions could have gotten to the playoffs. So that's where I'm kind of like the NFC can be a little bit more entertaining where when you have the Eagles, say, for example, you did have the Eagles and the Cowboys. You're like, wow, this matchup hasn't happened like in an NFC championship game. Like it's, oh, like it was the books. The books were kind of in it the last two years or the 49ers were always kind of hanging around. And you know what I mean? So, and it's, I know people, I, I know AFC is definitely probably more, the teams are more consistent and stuff like that. And if you're a fan of an NFC team, it's probably infuriating. But as a neutral, it's very entertaining. Like the LA Rams were shocking this year and they won the Super Bowl last year. And the Green Bay Packers were shocking and they had the reigning MVP. It's just whoever you're going to get in that matchup is going to, even if it is the 49ers, just the 49ers started off poorly, you know. But I would like to personally see the 49ers and, and, the Eagles um, just because I like the 49ers better, obviously. Um, I'm saying that I, I'd rather lose to the 49ers than the Cowboys. Does that make sense? Because obviously there's such a rivalry between my Eagles and the Cowboys. Um, but maybe I should say I want the Cowboys because I think we'd, we'd be better off beating the Cowboys. But I'd love to have the 49ers to show that the Eagles can beat them. Just finally, you're sticking with your pick for tonight then. Bengals-Bills, hell of a game. It's actually dawned on me since we started talking how big a game this is tonight. I'm taking the Bills. I'm taking the Bills in, to go to a neutral game in Atlanta next week against the Chiefs. And, and we'll talk about the situation then. Uh, I think we're in for a classic in this first game. Mm. I think tonight could be the best football we've seen this season. I think it's the Don't best two games we've seen. And I, 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 like... I, I, huh? So don't jinx it. It's probably gonna be. It's probably gonna be like that. Patriots I'll tell you why. Ram Super Bowl. I will watch. tell you why though, because I do want to get this podcast up so people can listen to it before the games. But Burrow against Allen, the run game, the receivers in both teams, the defense on Chase both versus teams. Diggs, CMC going up against Pollard, Dak Prescott going up against Brock, Brock Purdy, the defense for the Niners going up against. Oh, here, look, I am. Completely into these two games tonight. I tonight is definitely the better night than last night. It's the best. Like, 
it's the best Sunday of the year. Yeah. In the season for me tonight. So mm-hmm. are, are you sticking with your picks? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Bengals and I'm going to go 49ers. Vale, vale, vale. Okay, okay, okay. Good. Right. I'm going to stick with mine as well. I think I pick what? Bills? And I pick Four Niners. Years. Yeah. Uh, something doesn't sit right with that Cowboys game, but sure, we'll see the crack. We'll be back tomorrow at some point to chat absolute and utter yite about these games. Really appreciate everyone continuing to listen in. Uh, feel free to give us a follow on social media at, at NFL Ireland. Check out our social channels. We're going to Arizona in 13 days' time. I'm still not ready for that. Um, so excited for it, though. Uh, Michaela, chat to you soon. Enjoy your Sunday, folks. Follow the fun.